0: Hello and welcome to the Green Pole podcast. Tonight, as we look ahead to Fulham's Friday night clash just down the road at Stamford Bridge, we are back with another view from the other side. And here to give us that view from the other side this week is journalist Naz Kinsella. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, good to to talk about Fulham instead of Chelsea for a change, so I'm pretty excited about this one.
0: Yeah, brilliant. I mean, obviously, had a busy day yesterday with the transfer window, and um, hopefully, looking forward to a, a, a big and a good game on Friday. Um,
1: yeah,
0: we... yeah. Ooh, sorry, sorry mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's going to be a fascinating one—a London derby with a lot of new signings on both sides.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, before we do get into the game on Friday, I just wanted to ask you on on the transfer window, as such, what what do you kind of make of of Chelsea's rather extraordinary transfer window? Um, yeah tons of big names, like yeah,
1: yeah, big names, big money. Yeah, it's extraordinary. You're right. Um, yeah, Enzo Fernandez coming in right on, under the radar. They left the, the sort of the biggest one till last. Um, you know, I was I was sorting up the figures, and, and sometimes you actually forget about the players they've signed because they've signed so many. So yeah, you have to like write it all out and, and see what see what they've got at the end of it. And uh, yeah. wow, they've got a lot of players. Um, yeah, I mean, you always you always just remember the last thing in football, it tends to be the way it is, so Enzo Fernandes is at the forefront of your mind, but yeah, Nani Madueke, he's not played a game yet for Chelsea, so what's he going to be like, what what's what, what impact is he going to have on the team, um, Mudrick still, brand new, not started mm-hmm. a game, um, yeah, there's loads and, and yeah, it's obviously, it's been extraordinary, as you said, and really, you know, that word is probably used too much in football Um, but in this case it is extraordinary because it's a world record breaking transfer window no team in football history has ever spent as much in a single season as Chelsea have this season so uh, yeah that's 611 million pound on 17 signings across the season it's basically a new squad but a lot of the players haven't gone out so it's a very big squad now um, and yeah, uh, that's going to be a challenge. Now we 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 get excited about the January transfer window. Then in February, you kind of, even though the games are going on, you kind of turn back to football a bit more, don't you? So yeah. uh, it's going to be on Graham Potter to see how he sort of gets the best out of the new signings and knits and it all together.
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how how any of them have an impact on Friday. Do you do you expect we can see quite a lot of the new faces making an impact for Chelsea?
1: I think uh, they'll, you know, Graham Potter's always throwing these guys in really early, like uh, Xiao Felix, as as Fulham fans will remember, uh, made Mm -hmm. his debut against Fulham. Um, It was glorious until he was sent off. Um, So in, you know, in that vein, I think there's a chance that uh, Enzo Fernandez starts. I don't think he should, um, also because of that evidence as well. Um, I think Mudrick's maybe more likely to start. Um, Chelsea are in quite a unique period as well before this match in that yeah they've had a transfer window, lots going on but they've not been playing matches, You know they've not played since the league game against Liverpool uh, mm. 13 days ago so uh, they should be fresh. there's injured players coming back, it's probably from a Fulham perspective not a great time to play Chelsea um, but at the same time it, it does feel like an unknown Chelsea is going to come out as well and and yeah. that could either benefit Chelsea that they're hard to read, or or maybe they'll play like a bit of a team of strangers because there's so much, you know, players coming back and also uh, new signings coming in.
0: Yeah, definitely, it'll be interesting to see how how any of them have an impact on the game. And I definitely think we'll expect something different than the previous game, um, particularly with Fulham's new signings as well, which I'll quickly touch on in terms of Sasa Lukic coming from Torino as um, filling it or adding real depth to our midfield. Um, obviously Cedric Suarez um, coming in on loan from Arsenal um, will be our backup right back I think Um, and I think that's everything yeah that is everyone Um, (laughs) in terms of Chelsea's form it hasn't really been the best um, and I think now we're really getting stuck into the second half of the season Uh, I think you touched on it briefly a minute ago but do you think Chelsea will kind of turn things around and do do you think they'll, they'll start improving results?
1: Yeah, you 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 really need that to happen, really, as a Chelsea, uh, as Chelsea the club. I mean, to be tenth at this stage, you know, is unimaginable. The points total is very low. The performances haven't been good. Um, it's not really um, there's not really down to bad luck or anything like that. Maybe the Fulham game, um, Chelsea were a bit unlucky. I mean. I can't. You can't really say unlucky because it was a red card. But you know, I thought Chelsea were maybe going on to win that game until the red card, and it swung back in Fulham's favour. So, mm. kind of wrote that on the day that God, everything's just going wrong for this team. But at the same time, they're the the masters of their own downfall. So, how much simply can you have as well uh, for Chelsea in that regard? So they, they've got a lot, lot to work with. Yeah, they need to improve. Um, I think that. There's also like maybe a lot of people, especially after that Fulham game actually, I was sat in the mm-hmm. press conference and um, it was one of those, where I've had a lot of these press conferences in recent weeks where Graham Potter's under the microscope, is he going to be gone or not? Everyone in football is talking about it, but um, I do think he's really going to be back, so I think he's going to get time, don't think he's under actually as much pressure as people think, it's just... Mm-hmm. I think that Chelsea supporters really could do with turning it around. And, and, and yeah, the club for the ambitions as well. They need to try and at least get top four. It's looking really tricky at this stage, actually. Um, Even like European competitions in doubt. And and if Fulham finish above Chelsea then, I'm pretty sure they can kiss any European competition (laughs) goodbye. And that's not an insult to Fulham because I think what Fulham has done is exceptional. Um, I'm not with anywhere near as much investment, um, of course, in Chelsea. Chelsea so uh, yeah I think that that's sort of how it is and I think that this match if Chelsea win I think that it's probably going to be hard for Fulham to get back above them in the table and, and at least that's one rival out of the way so maybe that's how Chelsea will look at it and how they'll motivate the players they'll be like mm. look get the get this team out of the way um, and at least we've knocked off one of our rivals and we can start sort of hunting down the others. and um, I've seen Chelsea in this league position before and I think they quite enjoy being the hunters. So I think that might be the dangerous part for Fulham is if these signings, a few of them play well, is that going to be enough to beat Fulham? It should be with the money spent. But uh, yeah, football throws up all kinds of surprises as well.
0: Absolutely. I mean, mean, Fulham fans, especially from my perspective, are certainly enjoying um, their time above Chelsea because it's certainly a rare occasion. um and obviously quite historic as well because it's not not often we see chelsea in this position um and if, if they were to finish above chelsea at the end come the end of the season it would be quite something um but it'll also be interesting to see whether chelsea do rebound and, and reach top their top four hopes i saw something on twitter earlier that said that um like if um chelsea don't reach the top four they'll be investigated for financial fair play or something i'm not really too sure do you, if you what are, your, what are your thoughts on that, if if anything?
1: Well, yeah, um, of course. Like I, I mentioned earlier, six hundred and eleven million spent this uh, season, so I think that it's ruffled a few feathers. Um, they've sort of got around the problem with long contracts. So you'll have seen they've offered eight and a half year deals to like the likes of Mudrick and uh, and also uh, Enzo Fernandez. So, uh, but there's you know pretty much all their young signings have those kind of contracts, six and a half years to to eight and a half years. Um so that means you can spread the transfer fee across across the length of the contract and the longer the contract, the um the less you're paying on a yearly basis. So they've found like a loophole. Um they've also they were already under investigation for FFP. It's not to say they were gonna fall foul of it, but um even before January transfer window, they were under investigation and now they've gone and spent, you know, the most in Europe by far in the in the window. So um, they they're quite confident they'll they'll fulfil financial fair play um, even if they fail to qualify for Europe. But there still is a question mark. Are these people madmen? Have they done the Have they done their numbers right? Are they just going Are they just going uh, really aggressive in the market and not caring about what people think? And um, there is still that suspicion about these these owners and what they've done. So yeah, it is quite interesting. I think that. Um, it, I also think the FFP punishments are quite blunt, to be honest, as well. We've seen, Mm. um, even if they do get punished, is it going to be that bad? Are they just going to pay off the fine? Are they just going to take the punishment? That could happen as well. So I don't think they're they're not scared of FFP. Um, They just want to spend money. They want to be the best team in the world. They want to be as fast as possible the best team in the world. So that's the level of ambition these guys have. It's... It's mad. It's crazy. It's like Abramovich two point oh, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Chelsea have won the lottery twice, uh, and uh, to Fulham fans, that might not seem fair because <laughs> although Fulham's owners have been generous, it's not been that generous.
0: In all fairness, our our business has been pretty. It has been certainly much improved since previous years. We've really invested and we've brought in some quality players. Um, which will hopefully keep us up, um, which I think many Fulham fans are starting to think will uh, materialise. Um, in terms of that game a few weeks ago, it's weird that the reverse fixture was was literally just almost I don't know about le- less than a month ago, which is um, pretty bizarre. But do you think we'll see a similar sort of performance from Fulham, and or, or obviously we, we're ex- we're expecting a, a different performance from the Ch- a Chelsea? Obviously, different players hopefully a different desire in them. Do you think we'll see a similar um, strong performance from Fulham? Do you think they'll come out fighting? I think Fulham
1: always come out fighting. That's what I've been so impressed with this season. Um, the Chelsea result was incredible. And then they it was it was part of a really tough run as well, wasn't it? Where Yeah. Uh, Fulham played Newcastle as well. were really unlucky. Um, and then who did you play after that as well? I no, we played um, Spurs. Yeah, Spurs as well. That was... You know, unlucky as well. So it's, it's a it's a run where you just thought the performances here are really consistent. And if you Fulham play like that on a regular basis, they're going to pick up points. They're going to have a few shocks along the way. They have had shocks like the Chelsea one. Um. So yeah, I feel like Fulham, Chelsea need to be really wary of Fulham because I think that level now and the and the way that Marco Silva is doing things as well it is really consistent. There's a sort of base level Standard for the players; they know what they can achieve um, if if they perform to their best. There's a bit of talk of ambition. I don't know if that's dangerous or not, but talk of Fulham wanting to go far in the cup and and uh, a little bit of talk about Europe. Although I know mm. a lot of people are a bit cautious about that, but um, yeah, I think that there's a little bit of talk about that as well. So that might be the only thing that like worries me a little bit. Uh, if Fulham, you know, maybe expecting a bit too much from themselves as well, but. I just think that the the standard, the consistency of selection as well, um, it's it's almost the opposite of Chelsea, isn't it? A team that doesn't spend a lot, a team that's well-run, well-managed, sleek. The players all know what they're doing. Um, They're a unit. They know how to play to the striker's strengths, for example. It's a well-oiled machine compared to Chelsea, which is a bit slapdash, a bit chaotic, incredibly high investment, um, most in Europe. So, it's almost a battle of uh, uh, ideologies, despite them being so close together in geography terms. So, yeah, it's a really interesting one. Obviously, playing at Stamford Bridge will be harder. I think the crowd will be up for it. It's a Friday night, people will be on the beers. Stamford Bridge can be quite quiet, but a Friday night, London derby, Mm. people on the beers, a brand-new signing, British transfer record comes out into the stadium before the match. I think that it does present a much bigger challenge for Fulham. Um Absolutely. and yeah, there's other play there's new players to play against, so the scouting will have to be a bit different this time for Marco.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, both teams have real depth in, in many areas of the squad. Um, I saw a funny thing on Twitter on Twitter earlier, it's like a stat that since playing Fulham last, um, Chelsea have spent three hundred million just to beat them this time. Um, obviously that's not that's not true, it's just a joke, but I thought it was quite funny, had to include yeah. it in in this podcast, um, seeing as it's relevant. But um how do you see Chelsea lining up and approaching this game on Friday? Is is there anything different that you're you change from the last game?
1: Well, no, Javi Lix for one, so Fulham fans know that a very rare situation where a player is sent off against the team and then that team actually benefits. I've not really mm. seen that for a while, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I was kind of drawing my number one lineup after all the signings, and um, yeah, I was you know probably too early for Enzo Fernandez to start, but I think Modric will start. Um, you know, you've spent that much, 90 million nearly on a winger, you're probably going to start him, aren't you? So I think mm-hmm. he'll start. Um, the real, one of the problems for Fulham is Rhys James is coming back and, and he's a key player. I think Chelsea need to manage his minutes and be careful, but that's a um, massive game change of Chelsea. Uh, makes playing them a completely different prospect. Um, so expect he'll start. And uh, yeah, I think that it'll probably just be those ones that are gonna be maybe in the starting lineup that weren't against Fulham. Um mm-hmm. I think actually, you know, Baddy has come on actually quite well since that Fulham game as well. So he'll start he's been one of the signings in January. Forget about him sometimes, but he's been really good. Um so I think like Chelsea playing this four two three one system. Those guys are slotting there with a lot of the usual suspects uh you know in and around it as well. Chilwell's mm-hmm. coming back as well. Uh, interested to see if they throw him in so yeah Chelsea have a Chelsea are in a much better place unfortunately for Fulham um they're still not in the best place uh they'd like to be in a better place but they're in a stronger place than they were last time so yeah an away game against a stronger Chelsea um I think maybe Fulham should be happy to pick up a point in this one
0: yeah definitely it'll be a much tougher game and we certainly won't be taking it for granted of course we've got a fairly, a fairly um, medium sort of run of fixtures upcoming, of course. Um, Chelsea, the last notable, like, tough fixture for a while. I mean, all the fixtures in the Premier League are tough. Um, you mentioned a few players there, Mudrick, James, which will, will certainly be key um, players for you over the next couple of games, including this one. Are those players which Fulham need to keep close tabs on? Um, or are there any others which Fulham should, should be worried about?
1: Well, I think with Fulham watched the last game against Liverpool, they wouldn't have been worried about any Chelsea players. <laughs> but uh, Mudrick came off the bench in that game and uh, I was there at Anfield and uh, Mudrick was exceptional in his little cameo. Uh, if Fulham fans haven't seen it, um, they might want to watch like, a highlight reel on Twitter or YouTube or something because it was, it was really interesting and special. It was like watching... Um, you know Gareth Bale type player, just mm. absolutely lightning quick. So
0: yeah, he's um, certainly a promising they, prospect for sure.
1: He really is, yeah. So Fulham will need their right back to have pace and uh, track him very closely. Um, so yeah, that's I think that's going to be the main danger, man. Um, Chelsea really struggling for goals, not playing that well. Baddy Sheila mentioned he's playing well um, before. You know some of the defenders are doing okay, but in attack it's been really tepid. I mean, that Fulham game was a perfect example. Um, I wrote it in my match piece where Chelsea played Fulham and João Felix was the main man for Chelsea for much of the match. And then he goes and gets sent off and costs them the game. But he was
0: Mm.
1: electric, a breath of fresh air, um, played uninhibited. I think Chelsea have uh, some kind of mental block on them as well with the Mm -hmm. miserable results. I think they were um, yeah, really... You know, is really psychologically affecting the players. I think that was the third defeat in a row as well when they lost yeah, to no. when they lost to Fulham. So it was an absolutely dismal point in Chelsea's season. They'll they'll hope that's that that won't be repeated again. But uh, yeah, it's um, you know it's the new signings really that are, that are lifting Chelsea.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think we can definitely, or Fulham fans especially, can definitely hope Kenny Tete is on fine form down that right wing, making ensuring Mudrick is is kept at bay. Um in terms of the Fulham lineup and squad, I'm I think we can all agree the Fulham Fulham fan base can agree that Mana Solomon, now that he's back from injury, um, does deserve a place in the starting eleven. Um he, he's shown very promising signs and some brilliant performances over the last couple of games. Um apart from obviously the results, which is unfortunate, but he's definitely an exciting, an exciting prospect as well. Um feels like we have a new signing there as well, seeing as he was injured for the most part of the first half of the season. So um it'll be interesting to see how um film go about it. Um in terms of Willian, um obviously it just was written in the stars that he scored against you on the on the previous fixture. Um will, do you think do we expect William will will get another um on his return to Stamford Bridge?
1: it would be lovely, yeah, um, in a way. But uh, he's been quite respectful of Chelsea, hasn't he? And he he clearly loves West London. So it's almost been a perfect move for him. He's so happy at Fulham. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't believe how well he's doing, you know, after the Arsenal move and uh, it didn't work out. And and similarly in Brazil. So it felt like a real gamble at the start of the season. And I was really hoping that he'd do well, but I wasn't expecting it. And um, he's... He's exceeded expectations. He's looking a lot better than I've seen him. He basically looks like the Chelsea, Chelsea William, really. Yeah. Um, maybe a bit slower, but um, pretty much the same player. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's brilliant to see. I've I've, I've interviewed him many times. Um, sometimes one on one, sometimes as a group, and uh, he's a really nice person. Really nice person, and um, I really like him. So I can't I couldn't be more happy for him. Um, and and uh, yeah, I just hope that he he carries on surprising people and, mm. and helping Fulham. And um, I think he'll be, it'll be interesting to see if he renews. I think he'll be happy to stay, certainly for one more season. So yeah, um, yeah, if he carries on like this, it's probably worth it with Fulham, even if they sort of maybe move him into a slightly lesser squad role over time.
0: Yeah, he's certainly rolling back the years and he's he's been a key role um, for Fulham, certainly for the first half of the season. Um, and it'll be interesting to see the impact he has um, on the game on Friday. Um, I think we'll wrap things up with what will be your, your score prediction um for Friday's game. I think you touched on it earlier, something, um a close draw. What what are you going for for your prediction?
1: I would like to give you a draw just to just to be kind, but uh <laughs> I think maybe I think maybe Chelsea turn in the corner and uh, I could see this one being me writing a piece that saying you know, "Oh, Chelsea, could this kick start the Chelsea Chelsea season? Um so yeah, I'm expecting a narrow, um, maybe a 2-0 win to Chelsea, unfortunately.
0: Ah, uh, That's fair. We're not expecting anyone to be biased to Fulham here at all, apart from myself, <laughs> but I'm not going to be biased this time. As as you rightfully said, I'm expecting nothing more than a point from this game, um, seeing as we're up m- against a much more tougher Chelsea side this time. So uh, I think it'll be a good game. I think both teams will, will score. So I'm going to go for a 2-2 thriller draw um, to to begin the weekend of football on a Friday evening. That would um, be
1: fun, yeah. That would be a um, lot of fun.
0: Definitely. That's what we really want to see. Um, West London derby, a West London classic. Um, So, Naz, thank you very much for your time. It's been brilliant talking to you, and I wish you the best of luck on Friday. Pleasure. And Pleasure. I
1: wish you luck too.
0: Cheers. And for all of our listeners, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back later in the week with the Chelsea preview. Um, and apart from that, have a great evening, and come on, you right.